Cheeto, good to see you, man. The dogs are back, coming with a big game against oh, yeah. Clemson, a uh, potential playoff indication, a little maybe playoff preview, perhaps, a big awesome. test for the dogs. So it's been a long off season, a weird COVID year, and man, I'm ready for football. How about you? I've been I've been waiting on this weekend for the longest time. Like, you know, when I <laughs> when we were kind of getting set up, like I was just kind of thinking about it, it's like how long have I been looking forward to kickoff just the season, the way it was last year, you know, the way it ended was good, but it wasn't overall how we wanted. But to make a to get a chance to make a statement week one, you, you can't ask for you can't ask for a better opener at all. So, no, you can't. I mean, I'm glad we're playing this one. And it's a little bit of a we got a lot of history with Clemson, too. So it's we do. Like, we do. Bringing back bringing back rivalry vibes, like kind of getting the. uh getting the 1980s folk out of their shell talking about remember when remember this so i'm i'm excited for it. what uh implications wise meaning wise what does this game mean for georgia to like in your mind like what kind of what you know big test of the season like where is it going well you know being that it's a, a top five matchup to begin the season it's always going to have the hype it's always going to have um you know the uh the magnitude uh, of a of a true a true battle to open to open college football essentially but for yeah. us uh, again kirby said it several times and i think it rings true people come to uga people go to alabama people go to clemson for games like this yeah. these these are where the five stars want to go to school to play in games like this national stage game day neutral site uh, it, it doesn't get any better scouts love it everyone is going to be tuned into this game uh, Labor Day weekend just adds to the excitement. It's it's going to be awesome. A lot of hey, implications you, for both teams. Exactly. If you party too hard, you got that extra day. If you <laughs> yeah. uh, if yeah. you're yeah. a little sad because your team lost, you got that extra day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call better lick, help. Lick your wounds a little bit. It's all exactly. good. Exactly. You know I mean? so. When you said that, it's like yeah, like people go, they go for these games. Like they'll go to this schools for this games so i was like well actually even the students even the professors yes. even the custodial staff they all go to everybody schools. everybody pulling up man everybody pulling up like the uber everybody. drivers hello yeah. <laughs> like shh, the game's on be quiet back there exactly game's on. Game's on. big but, stuff um, man exactly uh, but again clemson clemson and uga you know are both are both in a I call it retooling. These are programs that do not rebuild at this point. The way they've recruited yeah. over the last few years, it's it's rebuilding. Now, Clemson more so than us because we had to go through a little bit of a transition period, especially from the quarterback standpoint last year. We didn't mm-hmm. get JT Daniels until halfway through the season, and our offense, boom, started jumping. Um, now, DJ Ugalele is what the pronunciation I'm sticking with. He played for Trevor sparingly last year. And he did pretty mm-hmm. he did pretty well in his in his sample, but they still have a young defense. They're getting some wide receivers back from injury. So this is gonna be a, a tentative retool for both teams to see where they're at. But for sure. I really do like the dogs. We got a lot of seniors coming back, super seniors even. So 
The more yeah. film I watch, the more the more happy I am about it. If you compared like this Clemson team compared to last year's, I'll definitely take this year's any day, like for sure. You'll they, take uh, this. They'll take this year's for sure. I mean, they might. Maybe they'll end up being better. They might even put out more in, like NFL players, but um, you got to like a, you know, th- there are some phenom quarterbacks, you know, come through in their sophomore season. And All DJ, the time. All yeah. the time. And DJ, DJU, he looks like one of those uh, phenom guys, but uh, but I'll take it. I'll take a sophomore quarterback versus what we got, JT Daniels. I'll take uh, some missing pieces on their offensive line. I'll take. Their best receivers coming back for injuries. They do have a lot of question marks, so it's yeah. not that uh, you know George's George. We do we do obviously do too with injuries, especially in regard to that. But I'll definitely take it on paper as a fan and a neutral site. Yeah. You know, not like uh, in Clemson's backyard or something, right, right, Carolina. Right. So I'm digging it, man. I feel like we we have what we need on paper, just from a very distant uh, without. Going Going in the details, look at things. I feel good about that, and I feel like whether who whoever wins is going to be better for playing this game going into their conference uh, season. This will probably be the hardest could be the hardest game Clemson faces all year, period. And uh, maybe the same for us, but we you know our SEC schedule. Who knows like what what teams matchup wise will give us the most amount of trouble, and you almost got to think we're going to play. Bama or maybe Texas A&M if we go if we make it to the SEC championship. So I like I like it for a test. I like it for a for a big time marquee matchup for recruiting. And honestly, I'm most one of the most excited things about one of the things I'm most excited about is having the opportunity to kind of cement our place with the elite teams. We get another opportunity at that, and it's yeah. a team that's not called Alabama that we're facing. So. Right. If I don't have like the wounds there, and there's we have no a mental, pretty good, there's no mental block like, like yeah, we have, like we seem to have at Alabama. So yeah, like both that. teams coming in fresh, you know. So I like I like that especially, and I, I would be really happy for Kirby because he I think on his resume he he's due for a win like this, and uh, something I've been thinking about and kind of looking at comparing because a lot of people give Kirby a hard time, but I think it's all about relative perspective, and if you look at if if you, you know, they'll compare him to the best of the best as they should, which is a compliment in itself. I mean, anytime, you know, anyone's comparing you to the best, that's, you know, but so, you know, he doesn't quite measure up his, and his uh, coaching resume, but if you look at who he's compared, they're comparing him to the pundits, national media, you know, Nick Saban didn't win. Kirby's 45 years old. So I looked into this a little bit. Um, Nick Saban didn't win a national championship at LSU until he was in his like fifties. Yeah, it took a minute. It took a minute. Yeah. So just maturity as a coach, understanding that. And then you look at like what uh, Dabo was able to do with Clemson. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was at least like seven, eight, Mm -hmm. nine. You know, he was in, he was, he had been at Clemson for a hot minute before he really took that next step. And we've, we're already above the step they had been at for a while when they, Clemson back in when that was a thing. So um, just for his legacy moving forward, I think it would really put him on par with some of these other coaches, just having some elite wins. And uh, I'm excited for that. I hope that, hope that that's what we're getting able to talk about. Cause I, I think Kirby deserves it. And I think it's a little bit, so I think some of the criticisms are fair, but I think a lot of it's a little premature because he's so young, you know, he really is young and, you know, Georgia has, uh, for 
dependent of him. Their program has looked good, and they they definitely have had what it's take has taken to take that next step. But to be able to actually, um, if you're putting it on Kirby's shoulder, I give him a little bit of slack, and I'm like, okay, this is yeah. like if you compare it to the other guys, if you if you make that step that we're wanting them to take in the next two years, then he's ahead of schedule and he's actually doing it quicker than those guys. So that for me is like, cause you, you know, I'm running this through my head. So I, I feel good about that. And I'm hoping that we can see that come Saturday. Yeah. And, and Kirby's the type, you know, just to continue that Kirby's the type to, he, he doesn't, he doesn't really want a whole lot of praise. He, he, he might, he might deserve it, but he's yeah. more the type of like, I'm just going to go earn it. And again, the stuff he said in the off season, we're just going to work it. We're going to break through. He is very confident that we're, we're right where we need to be even ahead of schedule. And it's, it's going to come through here soon. And what I see on the field, what I, the product I'm looking at, as far as UGA, I think we're right on schedule. Now, yeah. like you said, considering the Clemson rivalry, a lot of people forget that this is a rivalry because they're in the ACC now and we don't, we don't play them as much, but just going back to 2013, 2014 with uh Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb. They had Man. uh I believe Deshaun Watson in those years, Sammy Watkins, mm-hmm. um uh DeAndre Hopkins. Like they both of these programs have put some real talent in the league since then, and those matchups yeah. were amazing. I mean, next to 2013 LSU and Georgia game, those Clemson games were some of my favorites. Even in that one that we lost, it was a home and home, so one in Athens. Uh, one in uh, South Carolina, uh, but yeah. great games. Now coming into this week, a lot of the same thing. The defensive line for Clemson is nothing short of elite. They bring back their super senior and their linebacker um, Slasky, I believe his name is. Yeah, um, and then they're doing a little bit of shuffling at the Slasky's offensive line. Silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. For, if we get lucky, maybe he uh, you know gets ejected for tackling with the crown of his helmet again he can't seem to get past that i've, I've never he loved, he's just one of those cte guys <laughs> yeah he, he's one of those so he, he better be careful because well he we'll plays like I he's play. not playing so yeah and, and then on top of that uh you got dj coming in so dj he could be i mean he could throw for four touchdowns and 300 yards no problem so like i'm not oh, yeah. cons- i'm not thinking that he's going to struggle but mm. He is going to be running for his life. And we'll get into that a little bit more as we break down the uh, Clemson offense first D, UGA defense first there. Oh, or if I said that backwards, either way. Um, a couple of things I wanted to hit on before we really break this down uh, are the injuries. Like you said, their wide receivers, three of them, uh, Nagata, um, uh, what's, their, what's their main guy who's coming back from the spinal injury? Uh, Justin Ross. Justin Ross, All-American. Uh, and then uh, a couple of the other wide receivers are coming back from some injuries. So they're working on that. We yeah. are going to be missing, unfortunately, it looks like Arik Gilbert, which they've really been kind of hush on that situation, which I understand, respect his privacy, yeah. um, but it doesn't look like we're going to get him for that game. Tyke right. Smith and Darnell Washington are a little bit more of a concern for me, uh, more so Tyke, because uh, I really wanted him to be there in the uh, in the defensive backfield just because he's a ball player. But Latavius Brinney looks like he's going to be able to step right in as if he, yeah. he was already sounding like he was really competing for that spot to begin with. So And, and has there. senior leadership, you know, played pretty solid right. in uh, the Cincinnati game. Right. Um, 
it's not ideal, but at the same time, like if, yeah, if yeah. you look at how things have shaken out in the past where we've had a lot of inexperience, I mean, he's got inexperience in like big moments, I guess you'd say. Yeah. But he's, he's well prepared. You know, Kirby's been uh, probably keyed into that, getting him ready to go. Cause you, you Kirby know, prepares everybody. Clemson, Kirby will, prepares everybody. they're going to target him. They're going to uh, target their guy, uh, Kendrick or whatever. Um, so it's going to, yeah. they're, uh, you know what I'm saying? The transfer. So, uh, I, I would look for them to kind of try to hit our weaknesses. But, yeah, like you said, I think uh, we have the front seven to get after DJU, and I think that having that is uh, important. And, you know, a guy of his stature, um, you want to get him on the ground as much as possible because, you know, you don't want him getting too brave and <laughs> trying to run for 200 yards against us, which he has the skill set to do. So, I'm, uh, I feel okay. And, you know, it's crazy. We got Pickens, Pickens, uh, Pickens Darnell, Washington, right. five and, stars. and Eric Gilbert. Three guys that five are first stars. round first round picks. Easy Mine. first rounds. Easy, easy first rounds. Easy. Yeah. That's crazy. But I never ever has for one, we've never had three first round receivers on Georgia's roster. No. Ever. No. But the fact that we do and we have the depth that we have, because we have we have guys that would be we got four guys that would easily have been the number two receiver the last four or five years for yeah, Georgia. Yeah. So we have the depth, and I'm I'm looking at people like uh, Brock Bowers, the guy from like your your neck of the woods, McConkey. Yeah. Um, people like that, you know, who are like number five and six, <laughs> you know, like step up. So it'll be They're interesting to. how things play out. Yeah. And yeah. you know, um, with you kind of opened with it. As far as far as the implications for each team of this game, please make no mistake about this. I want to win this game. I want to win this game in the worst way. So people stop because like you get on message boards and it's like, yeah, UGA, you know, haven't had a title since 1980. True. Struggles in big games. Also true. But a lot of times our biggest games are against the best team in the country who is also in our conference and in Bama. But so again, make no mistake that I want to win this game. But if we lose this game, let me let me pose one of my questions to you, Keegan. In in this sense, would you rather would you rather uh, beat Clemson? I mean, just like drum them in the season opener, and then both teams make the college football playoff, and we lose by one later in the season, or would you rather squeak by in the first game and then you know just get hung out to dry in, in the playoffs. So like when you look at it from that perspective, this game is important as big as it is. It's not, <laughs> is this is a trick question. <laughs> you want to win now. You I, I win mean, later. I'd rather, I would rather lose than win later. Right, uh, right. And I'd rather win later, no matter what, you know what I mean? No matter if win or lose this. Right. And this the scenario game. could be, we win in the opener and in the playoffs. So like, you know, Regardless, this game is not going to define our season. It'll help if we do right. lose in the SEC championship. Granted, we get there, but it's not a make-or-break situation for us at well, all. I think it's uh, more important for us to get that mulligan game if we can win uh, against Clemson. You know, if we do slip up against the Florida or Alabama which or Which we've whoever, been known to do. Which we've been known I, to do. Which less we've been – we, <laughs> Let's be known honest, to do. Yeah. <laughs> so – Having that feather in our cap, you know, that's that's where I'm looking at. Like, we need this game more than Clemson because who do they play? They UNC looks like they're going to be pretty stout. They got a great 
you know, QB, maybe they'll move the ball on him, but that that's it. That doesn't even sound right coming out of my mouth, but that's what people are saying. Exactly. So it's like that's what we gotta look forward to. Exactly. So I feel like I feel like this game means a lot more to setting the tone for us. Um but yeah, I mean it, it's it's still kind of the it's it's a non-conference game and it's against a great opponent. So if we play it close, I think we'll get points even for that. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's kind of where I'm looking at it. Um so Do you think this is the the hardest team that Georgia will play this season? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I know it is. Just given now, it might not be. You know, games kind of work in different ways, so it may not be the hardest game. But this is the most right. talented team for sure, and, and that goes to that article that I showed you. Um, which, just to give perspective, I want people to understand how scary this UGA team is. If you haven't taken a second to look over the roster, what we're bringing back, the pieces that we've added the transfer portal um this is a very scary team now last year last year uj was by there's this website that does the composites of all the five stars all the four stars that you have right um Mm -hmm. last year uj was actually the number one talented team in the nation believe it or not but for us that our our main talent wasn't at the qb position so right. we struggled when we needed that at Alabama, at Florida. Two great teams last season. We struggled. But right. off the roster, we were still the number one ranked team talent-wise. Now, this year, we're number two behind only Alabama. And to give you perspective, the, the scale is like, you know, you to be a good team, you're around 800, right? 900 and plus, that's a good, good team. Only two teams in the history of this ranking has ever broke the 1,000 benchmark. And that is us this year and Alabama this year. And that's wow. Alabama at 1,004.04 and UJ at 1,001.65. Alabama has 14 five-stars and 61 four-stars on the roster. Jesus. And UJ has 19 five-stars and 47 four-stars. Just to give you, like, these teams are, e- there's no way around elite. Clemson's up there too, but- right. Even though they're elite, we're like ants and then some. And now we got mm-hmm. it at the QB position with JT Daniels. It's it's time. Let me just be very clear. Like, it is time for UGA to make some noise. Like, if we're not doing it now, it's going to be another couple of years before we get a roster like this, defensive-wise, seniority-wise. It's going to be a while. So, Yeah, I think we're stacked. I was looking at our uh, – the biggest question, wide receiver room, you know. Um, and, you know, Aaron, did you see Aaron Murray's comments recently? talking about this with the CBS crew. Yeah. He was kind of saying like, he's not, he doesn't expect Georgia to air it out. He was watching scrimmages and he's like, Oh, they look stale. They don't no, have the, no, I yes. did not catch Aaron Mer- this is a big, so Aaron Murray came out and said that and he said that he does not, he does not believe that Georgia has the personnel at wide receiver to do what we want to do. Given our injuries. That's What's he like, watching? He said he was watching scrimmages. He said he was like showing up at practice. Maybe he was seeing okay. things that we we weren't. Okay. But I mean, always taking into account the defense is a lot more familiar with those kind of like situations. But I, I, I just I don't believe that. I don't think we can use that as an excuse because I, we do have the depth. And I'm looking at uh, I'm I'm saying at Ad Mitchell, James Cook, and uh, Jermaine Burton. Maybe even Arian Smith, 
at least three of the four, I would say. And Smith and Rosemary Saint, bro. Oh, yeah. We have so much talent. I I would just say at least three of those guys, three are probably going to be on an NFL roster one day. I guarantee it. So to say that we don't have the depth, I mean, we might not have the experience or the proven depth, but I think we have, you know, guys that can play with the ball who are going to like make the difference. Like, I I don't see us using that as an excuse. Now, I'd be great. I don't know if uh, John if Fitzpatrick. I know he was having some injury issues. I think he's he's playing right. Yeah, he he's probably going to start. If not him, Brock Bowers. I mean, we're good at tight end. Like yeah, honestly, and we're sure. he's 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 an all around beast. So I feel like we have uh, plenty of options, and we have a stable running backs. So, like that might be true yeah. for a lot of teams. Yeah, but we have some of the best receiving running backs in the nation. Like even even Zeus. Like there's not one guy who's playing running back right now who's not at least like semi dual threat compared to other years. So yeah, yeah, we're we, stacked. We're we're good there, but that's what he's saying. That that was him throwing doubt on it. He said he's he said it's going to be run, run a cloud of dust, third down, and this is Aaron Murray saying that. I'm like, man, I just uh, I think he's I just want to believe that he's too close to it. Like he's like, you know, sometimes you can know too much, you know. Yeah, yeah. or he's putting on a face, dude. Because I mean, I just don't like for somebody who's trusted with an opinion about UGA. Like I'll give him that he's earned that. Um, especially with his job. I'm sure that's why they bring him on. But yeah. how can you say that? Like, if you if you just look at the numbers, just the numbers, when JT Daniel took over, our offense uh, averaged, I think, 100-plus more yards in the passing game and about 10 more points from, from yeah. that very moment. And now with a, a, a good offseason, with more mm-hmm. experienced weapons, with the addition of the five stars that we had, and, and mind you, Clemson gives up explosive plays a lot especially for uh, a middle to elite defense they Mm -hmm. do have breakdowns in the secondary in the run game there's going to be i expect fully todd munkin to be like take that shot bro take that yeah i I don't think uh slotsky's deli would start if he was playing for georgia to be honest i don't think he would even start for us i think he's like i don't think so i really saw a player but i think he's like nate mcbride or something exactly exactly teams guy People you know? who get buried in our depth chart at linebacker here because you've got to be smart like he is and next level athletic, which I don't think he is as much. Clemson, one thing I like about Clemson just being around them a little bit is they have a lot of uh, character guys, you know, a lot of locker room guys, um, a lot of a lot of good dudes of all different backgrounds that make the team that are kind of you know, helping bring that Clemson tradition that uh, right. the family feel they have a lot of that going on, but I just, it's kind of like uh, Mr. Nice Guys, and I, I feel like in the in the words of PJ Tucker, we we dogs, yeah, we trying <laughs> we to dogs. eat, bro, we trying to eat for real, we're trying to eat. So I don't know how that'll play out, and I agree with you. They're they're a little like uh, susceptible, a little vulnerable to some big plays, and we got we got the talent to do it, and I I, uh, I totally disagree with what. Aaron Murray was postulating, but you know, that's something to note looking into this game. I mean, I definitely respect his, uh, I know he can probably read defenses better than I can, but I respect that. But also I'm looking at it like you can't tell me for one. Okay. Yeah. We don't got pickings, but who, who was statistically curious. Jackson last year was right there with pickings. Like there was, he's, if you look at how the statistics played out, they're about the same reception, same amount of yards. You know, Pickens is obviously a game. He's a they he's do a it in gener- different ways. They do it in different yeah. ways. One being an outside the slot, but the production was yeah. Undeniable. 
he's a generational talent, Pickens, but like Kyrus Jackson's a, uh, a solid, familiar guy that, you know, JT Daniels likes going to. In the spring game, we saw A.D. Mitchell get a lot of catches, so he likes, you know, JT's got guys he likes. Jermaine Burton almost broke a school Jermaine record Burton, when he yeah. played. So I don't, I don't really buy into, um, I don't feel like this is Jake from a couple of years ago when he had exactly. people follow up. This you is know, not I think, that, dude. Yeah, I think it's it puts a lot more pressure on that group. But I think you know if we can get the ball out to some backs and really just play balanced and you know uh, against Ohio State, Clemson could not stop their run game, and I, I believe that we have more depth at the running back position than as good of an offensive line as Ohio State did, even though they're a little unproven in cohesion i think that uh that clemson should be worried but you know they have some stars i'm most as a fan i'm most like concerned about dju just going off just having he's, he might just be one of these guys that just you can game plan all you want scheme it all you want execute the best you can and he's one of these guys i think that can do things with his feet he's got a cannon of an arm he's like a beast but at the same time he is a sophomore you know they have uh all kinds of question marks, pieces around him. He's got a – he can't play the whole <laughs> the whole Georgia defense by himself. Mm-hmm. So, I feel overall just really good, as good as you can feel going into a game like this. And I got to just kind of give a thumbs down to what Aaron Murray was saying, talking about how we, we don't have the personnel. Yeah, and, and let's let's stay with that theme because I think that goes right into, you know, what we want to focus on. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron's opinion aside, what – okay, so – now let's look at it from a success standpoint from UGA. What will UGA's offense, what part of the offense will need to be effective to be successful versus um, Clemson's defense? Or what part do you think that we can exploit? I know we kind of touched on it a little bit. I mean, it might, it, it might seem kind of simple, but I think we have, I don't think it's talent. I think we can execute. I think it's just going to come down to play call. I think we got to keep them on their heels and use a good balance of the play action pass, you know, run in creative ways, uh, you know, just keep Clemson guessing. You know, it's hard when it, when teams are this good that, you know, either team could really execute and beat the other. I don't think talent's concerned on either side. So I, th- I think we just got to really be outsmarting them and be able to uh, exploit some of the, the mismatches, uh, throw it in the middle of the field, go for Slotsky's Deli, like, you know, just – I think it's I think it's play calling. I mean, I think if we can run the ball like Ohio State did, then obviously that opens things up, and we have finally got a quarterback that can make those passes. So, um, as far as execution, uh, I would say it's a lot is on the wide receivers. I, I remember as good as Jermaine Burton is, there's been a few games where he's dropped several passes, and it's like, dude, we you're a guy right now we, we can't, Gotta have you. Yeah. can't do this too so it's like i feel like that's it's from execution that but as far as just the game in general i think it's really just gonna come down to play calling i know clemson likes to play they they like to lose they they open it up they like to play trick plays i saw them i've seen them down in games where uh things were looking tight and they'll just you think okay they're gonna like play it safe no they'll flea flicker reverse this, that, and the third. So we, you know, um, I think it's going to come down to us being able to do that too and play loose and, you know, have a mix it up. What are, what are your thoughts on that? What I'm looking for for UGA's offense versus Clemson's defense, I'll take it just a little bit different direction than you did because yeah. Brett Venables, Brett, Brett Venables, 
is one of yeah. my favorite defensive coordinators um, in the game today. He's very smart. He puts his player in a position. Yeah, he puts his player in a position to succeed a lot like Kirby. But yeah. while his defensive line is elite, and you're going to see a lot of those guys on Sundays, the linebackers in secondary are less so from what I've seen. So I think they're going to dial up some pressure when they can. What I want to see from uh, Todd Munkin is using our running backs in the pass game. Uh, a lot of people underrate that type of offense because instead of handing the ball off so your running back can run between the tackles or off tackle, it's the same thing. It's just like a run when you throw it out in the flats. You put pressure on the linebackers to always pay attention. And then the explosive plays. I think we'll attack them vertically. I think our tight ends will get open behind the linebackers. And that's going to slow down their defensive line and really kind of neutralize the talent that they have there. Yeah. Now, our offensive line is legit. I think it's going to take time for them to gel. This is not the game you want to start gelling, you know, with offensive no. line. Uh, so there are going to be some missteps, probably a couple sacks. But if we can protect JT Daniels and he get the ball out and he gets the ball out on time early, I think we're mm-hmm. going to be successful. Now, I want to flip that on its head. What can UGA's defense do? Breaking in a new secondary, for the most part, to contain um, DJU. And again, the All-Americans and the talented wide receiver core that Clemson has. Well, I think just having an array of blitz packages, always, you know, having someone coming at him that he's not expecting, you know, throwing the Kobe Dean in there, throwing some some corner blitzes, uh, any kind of stunts we can do it on the defensive line, just keeping him on his heels, man. He's he's too big of a guy to give him time. He's got great feet. Um and you, when plays break down, he's he's the kind of guy that will make you pay for that. So Big time. I, I think we got to hit him early and just be able to uh, play sound defense and you know, contain. It's just kind of keeping him keeping him out of getting a really good rhythm because he's he he's not played a defense as good as Georgia's. No, he's not played no, a defense no, 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 no. as fast as Georgia's, and as good as Clemson's front seven is, and they are like. Us, them, and Bama, but I really t- – I take us any day. I like Jordan Davis. I like who we have on the end. They got uh, some – you know, K.J. Henry is a star in the making. Uh, what, they got uh, uh, Brian Brees or – yeah, he, Brian Brees. He is a – he is a he looks like the video game version of David Pollock when you edit him. Yeah, he's – You know what I mean? He's, he's a monster. So uh, – and I, I love his gameplay. He's just a ballsy player. I, I appreciate both those guys. But um, – Looking at it like that, I think I think we just uh, I think we just got to keep DJU on his on his heels and just kind of you know not let him get comfortable, not let you know don't give him a ton of time, don't let him play his game. We're gonna have to force him to make those good the big the big plays. Yeah, you know make I mean? decisions. Really make him make decisions. I agree with that. Exactly. Exactly. What? Jim, what were you gonna say? Oh, sorry. I was gonna add on, but if you're not finished, finish that. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, again, to add on, with Clemson, I'll, I'll probably take their front four barely right now in front of yeah. ours, but front seven, I, I like ours a lot. And uh, I just wanted to run through just some of the talent because I picked up one of these while I was doing some uh, Labor Day shopping. I nice. picked up one of these dog guys, right? And it yeah. really kind of gave me a little bit more insight. Like, we we do this, like, we do this, but this guy really kind of took it next level. So, on defense – we, we really do want to keep DJ on his toes in the small sample size that he had when he played for Trevor um, uh, last season, 
He yeah. had five touchdowns, about 900 yard passing, but four rushing touchdowns. So it's going to mm-hmm. be crucial that we keep him in the pocket, but make him scramble, make him make mistakes. And it's going to be a long day for him. And he's going to have yeah. to deal with that front seven that I talked about outside of Tyke Smith and uh, Kendrick at linebacker and the Dean. I mean, number one at his position coming out, uh, Roquan. I said he was like a Roquan from, from day one, and I think that's going to hold true, especially this season. Um, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, other inside linebackers, seniors. Beast. Quality guys, and the only reason they're not absolute starters is because of the talent we have on our defense. Uh, exactly. Nolan Smith, number one player, number one player when he came out, like Clemson's Brian Brees. Number yeah. one, overall, so and he's looking for a breakout season. He hasn't lived up to his expectations. Look for it. Yeah. Adam Anderson, another five star on the other side. These guys are gonna right. make DJU run around all day long. Robert Beal, another backup linebacker. And then let's go to this this D line. If people don't think that our D line's capable, Jalen Carter is a sophomore, but this kid is uh you remember when Tebow had that oh. section on SEC network or whatever, like his freak yeah. of the week. This yeah. guy is a freak of the month and a quarter of the year and biannual yeah. and whatever. This dude's nasty, bro. Uh, Trayvon Walker, another excellent player. Uh, and then you've got Jordan Davis, All-American, and then two seniors, which Georgia fans should be very familiar with, and Devontae Wyatt and Julian Rochester. So, I mean, dude, from top to bottom, it's depth. Ridiculous. It's talent. It's speed. And then you got freshmen and other sophomores behind that. I'm not even going to go down the line. But, like, right. We have the capability to make this a very disturbing game for Clemson fans. Like, have, like, have we fallen off? We've got that capability. So while I don't expect yeah. us to like blow them out, we can, yeah. we can. I think it's going to be more of an exciting game, close finish, but yeah, this could get out of hand. A few plays can make this game get out of hand for Clemson. I'm telling you right now. If you, if you had to, if you had to put your money on it, would you, would you bank on, a defensive game, yes. A barn burner or a shootout. I, I'm gonna. I'd probably lean a little bit more defensive, so high twenties, yeah. low thirties, because our defense is gonna be is gonna be sick. But there's gonna be the busted play occasionally, the scramble, the goal line, the field goals. There's gonna be some offense, but it's gonna be a lot of defensive plays here. A lot of defensive plays in this game, big time. Absolutely. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm going with it too. I got a. Uh, I got a feeling, man, we're going to see like a lot of these players take that next step. So I got to, I'm about to have to use the bathroom so bad. So <laughs> okay. wrap let's up. Play, like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm dancing over here, no, bro. I'm like, it's like, is he ready for the game? It's like, I'm like, hey. <laughs> My bad, bro. I, like, we want to be concise, but let's, let's hit some score predictions and then you go handle your business. Thank you. I'm going to go, I'm going to go clean. I'm going to go clean. I'm going to go clean 35. I'm going to go 35 Georgia, 28 Clemson. I know there's going to be field goals in there, but I'm going to go 35, 28 dogs on top. Start the season off right. I like that. Okay. 38. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go 41, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to go, or 30 said 35, 28. I'm going to go 41, 41, 31. Win by 10. Double-digit victory. I love it. Dog Nation. Strong, baby. Again, this is going to be a great game. Either way, it's not the end of the season, but we want this dub. Everybody have a safe Labor Day weekend, and uh, thank you guys for joining us for another episode. You know what it is. Absolutely. Off the Off leash. leash. Peace, bro. Sure, you got to leave. I do it for the dogs.